1: If
2: I played basketball, I would just I'd be just like Steph Curry. I mean, I got the shot. I just got to get a, you know, a couple extra reps, you know, a couple shots up, um, and I'd be shooting just like him. I mean, I mean, like yeah, that's who I would be. I mean, I'm not even close to halfway, so uh, I haven't put a lot of thought into it. I mean, your goal is to be the best player that you can be, um, and uh, I know I'm blessed to be with, around a lot of great players around me. Um, And so right now, it's doing whatever I can to beat a great 49ers team and trying to get that third ring. And then if you ask me that question in like 15 years, and I'll see if I can get close to seven. But seven seems like a long ways away still.
3: Patrick Mahomes, you knew that one was coming, talking about uh, catching Tom Brady's seven championships. And I just tell everybody to slow down a little bit. You got two, man. There's a lot of guys in the three and four club, too, so uh, calm down. You know the guy that's always forgotten about when we talk about championships, Joe Montana? Used to be the name everybody was talking about. Now people forget. Now it might be brought up since Joe Montana played for both these teams and won championships, uh, three or four of them, with the San Francisco 49ers and then played for Kansas City uh, as well, but – yeah, that was uh, Patrick Mahomes having a little fun with uh, with the media last night for Media Day out in uh, Las Vegas for both the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh be a lot to talk about, man. It'll be fun. Patrick Mahomes got a really good defense this year. That's something we're not used to saying, that uh, the Chiefs have the number two defense giving up just over 17 points a game. Meaning – Patrick Mahomes has not had to do a lot of scoring to win these games. Um, boy, that guy Steve Spagnuolo is really a good defensive coordinator. Has done a nice job. and there There is this, this thought, and, and I agree, I'm guilty too, that the 49er roster overall is more talented than the Kansas City Chief except the quarterback position. And I don't disagree with that. I mean, you can't disagree. Nobody's going to put Purdy in Mahomes category, but – it is a team sport. It's 11 on 11, and uh, and we'll see what happens. And, God, I got to tell you, Kansas City, two of the most impressive road wins I can remember, going to Buffalo, beating a smoking hot Buffalo Bills team, and if that wasn't enough, went to Baltimore the next week, and Baltimore had beaten everybody. I mean, Baltimore, short of resting their whole team in that last game against the Steelers, they've been beaten. Everybody. And I mean beating them up badly. The Lions, the 49ers, the Dolphins. I'm my gosh. And uh so they don't have to score a lot. They have not had to score as much as as Mahomes is when he's, you know, out there throwing 40, 45, 50 touchdown passes. He uh he had a defense that was pretty damn good that did a did a lot of good things. So anyway, by the way, the other Kansas City story what has happened to Eric Bieniemy's career? Offensive coordinator for the Chiefs, but he wasn't calling plays. Andy Reid calls plays. So he said, hey, Eric, you, you, you got to go somewhere where you can call plays if you want to get out and show him you can call the plays and, and do this offense where they don't say it's an Andy Reid offense and Andy Reid does all the stuff. So he makes maybe the worst decision of his life and goes to the Washington Commanders. Of course, everybody gets blown out. Ron Rivera and the whole staff get blown out, and Eric Bieniemy is—he's out of a job. Heard these guys talking yesterday. You know, as soon as Andy Reid, Andy Reid, does he look like he's about ready to retire to you? He is a Hall of Fame coach, by the way. He ain't going—he's not going anywhere. Why would you want to go anywhere? You keep winning like this, this run that he's on. And does Andy look like he's got a whole lot going on in his life? Does Andy look like? He looks like another one of these guys that's just always watching film, right? Always watching tape, always at the facility. So I don't know what happens there, man. But uh, Eric Bieniemy, remember all those interviews or not getting enough interviews, and people were screaming. And uh, here he is right now, out of a no head coaching job or coordinator job at this point. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. By the way, we. Uh, Got a lot more coming up. Cam Kitchens is going to join us, former Kane safety, fresh off the Senior Bowl, is expected to uh, join us a little bit later on. And we're going to get Baldy up before uh, we leave the air this morning. He's out in Las Vegas, Brian Baldinger, and we'll talk to him as uh, as well. And of course, we've got a busy night tonight. The Heat and the Magic. The Heat trying to figure out if, if they can get scoring. And by the way, Rozier is not exactly off to a real hot start. Coming out saying, man, I – just can't shoot right now. Just nothing's going down. And the Panthers back in action after their week off. And Sam Reinhart is scoring a lot. 37 goals. Team uh, 49 games, 66 points. Four straight wins again after a, a nice winning streak by a short losing streak. And uh, got all those games back with a four straight wins there. They're in action tonight against the Flyers. And we will be home all week as, as well. So we got a lot of stuff going on. I made one mistake last night, Woody. I made one mistake. I turned on that Canes game. Didn't know anything about Virginia except they'd won a whole bunch of home games. Woody, that was terrible. 60 to 38, the final. 17 first half points. How do you score 17 points with those guys, Poplar and Pack and those
2: guys? How? Well,. They had they had eleven points in the first half up until Wooga hit a couple of threes in the last uh, last couple of minutes there they they would have had eleven points if he didn't hit those in the, in the first half it was uh, it was as bad as uh, as it's been that was lowest point total by the way they've ever had in the ACC oh I didn't know that yeah uh, if you took well, they the shot, uh, you took the under last night you were in good shape twenty
3: eight percent and by the way twenty eight percent had nothing on three point shooting two
2: of twenty. Yeah, they've been pretty uneven this season, man. And, uh, you know, the sad thing is is it looks like they might go from a Final Four to an NIT. You know, unless, unless things turn around drastically here. Woody, we were just talking here. a few weeks ago,
3: maybe a month ago, about... Well, they were a top-ten team. Jim Larinaga
2: and these guys are playing well together, and they're developing. And It's not that Coach L's done a bad job. It's that, you know, look, they, they've had guys injured the entire season, and it just hasn't meshed the way that that they had had hoped here. But you know, you get North Carolina twice. You get them on Saturday at home. You get Duke. You get Florida State again. So are you, you gonna, you're gonna hit? Me, chances, are you gonna hit me with the injury bug the, the rest of the ACC season? I, I did hit you with the injury bug. That that takes its toll. You remember last season when they met, made the run? They were healthy the entire Completely season. Completely healthy. Yes. So you do have to catch a little bit of luck to make a run to the Final Four. You got all over Omar for bringing up the
3: injury bug with No, the that, that's
2: you that does that. That's you. Well, I did for sure, yes. Yeah, I'm kind of like in the middle on that, but, you know, it helps my case a little bit better Well, you're for doing, Kane's Hoops. You're so I'm just trying to, yeah, I'm trying to sell it. All right. It's all hope. <laughs> 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 you got North Carolina on Saturday, man. <laughs> I think it's sold out. He's done a great job selling tickets. They've got
3: some off of last year. They're building on something. He's got a good team. He went out and got some really good players to add on the guys that decided to come back. But, God, that is.
2: We'll figure it out, all right?
3: 60 to 38. I thought
2: maybe the. I'm just concerned about Josie, to be honest with you. Why? Because we need to start doing some winning here. Josie takes it very, very seriously. Josie's
3: lived in this town a long time. I know, but he knows. Yeah, he deserves a little win. You get in sports in this town, short of the Heat, there's been a <laughs> lot of losing. All
2: right, hey, short we've. That's uh, true, I guess. Except the Heat. Yeah, Eric Reed's had a good run.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Eric's not sweating a couple games over 500. He goes, oh, come on, man, Joe, come on, play in, or even if we are a five or six or
2: Eric had a couple of lean years, like in the uh, what in the 80s or something. But between- yeah, when they first yeah. started. But he's been okay for the last. They like, brought what, Riley down here. Years. Yeah,
3: friggin' Riley on that cruise ship started talking about parades down Biscayne Boulevard, and we're all rolling our eyes like, "Oh God, this fast-talking L.A.
2: New York guy." Here he goes, and you know what? <laughs>
3: he's done a lot of winning.
2: Nobody's called more losses probably than you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm right up there. Oh my
3: goodness. <laughs> no, you're right. You
2: said this was the best you've ever seen it this year, too.
3: Yeah, and that was in your good entire time. Away. How
2: long have you been calling games for? Maybe what, 19? twenty years? Nineteen. This will be your twentieth season coming up? Yes. That's impressive. Maybe. And you haven't seen uh you haven't seen a whole lot. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> We got to change that for you. Hey, we get your playoff. I d- you know I deserve
3: this. I took a little shot at you and I deserve this. So it's fine. It's true. I'm I'm okay. It's all right. It's pretty funny. Which now. I'm just
2: trying are? to think like, you know, Eric Reed's seen a lot of a lot of winning. Josey, no, you seen gotta, some winning. Josie was thrilled throw to be the final four last year. You
3: got to throw John and Eric and Tony yeah. out. They they just show up put a nice suit on and they wear those rings. And yeah, they got rings for like uh-huh. everything and
2: Yeah a nice run. We'll figure something out for you, all right? We'll, we'll trade all those draft picks away. We'll plug some guys in. Yeah, Eric, are you concerned? You're two
3: games over 500? No, we're fine. <laughs> we're just going to turn it on. We'll be yeah. we'll be 12 games, Joe. Calm down. 12, 13 games over 500. We'll be fine. We'll be in there. We'll all of a sudden, we'll come together. Who knows? We may even make a move here on the trade deadline coming up in a couple of days. Anyway, right now, I want to tell you about Amanda and Jeff. You're going, what? What now? Beverly's Jewelers. Jeff and Amanda, as in father and daughter, working together with that fantastic staff to make sure you're covered for Valentine's Day, for the diamond engagement ring, a birthday, an anniversary, or anything else you have coming up that says I love you. Let's just start with the diamond engagement ring with getting the perfect setting and the perfect diamond. Put it together like Beverly's Jewelers can, and you're in business, man. I'm telling you, the only place I've gone for almost 30 years now I tell everybody, hey, what do you what do you think? Bo and I and Goldie calls. I go, go see Jeff. Go see Jeff. Go over there and see the family, man. They're the leader in both lab-grown and earth-grown diamonds. I don't know why you'd go anywhere else. And if you don't have a jewelry store here in South Florida, you're going to love those guys. So good. The diamond experts help you every step of the way. They have one of the largest selections of certified diamonds in world-class custom design studios. So you get what you want. No interest financing. They offer 50 to 70% off select jewelry. If you need some extra cash, Beverly's Gold Buyers are on site every day for immediate payment with the highest payout. So take it from me, the only place I've ever gone and will ever go for Mrs. Rose because that's all it's about these days is Mrs. Rose. Visit Beverly's Jewelers in Fort Lauderdale off Commercial Boulevard or go online to BevJewelers.com. God, they got some great-looking necklaces and bracelets and earrings. And, yes, the perfect diamond engagement ring for you. Beverly's Jewelers, where South Florida gets engaged.
0: one place for people to come in and gamble. It is the gambling center of the world. And when you think about it, you know, you put out a memo this week reminding the teams of the gambling policies, but how do you make sure to protect the integrity of the game?
5: Well, it's our number one objective. You know, when this is true gambling and outside of gambling, right? The integrity of our game is critical. And so we spend a lot of time focusing on that, uh, educating. Uh, making sure that all of our personnel um, are aware of our gambling policies in this case or any other policy that can affect the integrity of our game so ultimately that's our primary job Uh, this week coming in here we wanted to make sure not just the two teams but every other club uh, will likely have representatives here we wanted to make sure they understood it our league staff and everyone else so they understood exactly what the policies were And they all understand the importance of it. We clarified our policy earlier this year, and it was to put the importance for our players that betting on NFL games or inside information or anything that would negatively impact the integrity of our game is absolutely off limits.
3: That was Roger Goodell, excuse me, uh, State of the NFL last night uh, talking to – Invited guest, media guest, and uh, officiating, obviously, was right there. But listen, you're in Vegas. Don't you have to start with gambling? (laughs) Consider you've already had to suspend a handful of players. Talking about integrity and uh, the outside influence and everything else that's uh, going on uh, with, with gambling. And, of course, Roger Goodell came out in 2012 against it. And uh, now here he is embracing it, and not only embracing it, but making a lot of damn money off it for all their teams as, uh, as another way to make a lot of money for the 32 owners of the National Football League. And by the way, that thing's only going to get bigger as it grows through every state. It is only going to get bigger for sure. So that was uh, Roger Goodell talking about the gambling and, uh, and everything else. I, I don't know how... I got to applaud them in uh, in Vegas, the Las Vegas Raiders. I thought there were going to be a lot of problems. They've had some other problems on that team, guys driving too fast downtown. But as far as gambling, I uh, I've shocked. I thought somebody would be a dumbass and walk into one of those sports books. I really did. I um, thought there'd be a problem there. Little did I know it uh, would be from other teams. But anyway. We've got that going on and and Roger, i tell you what, I watched most of it yesterday because I was curious and I kind of knew what, you know, officiating, gambling, streaming, playing surfaces, concussions. I was curious to hear what Roger Goodell is going to have to say about all these topics. A lot of people complaining about officiating, which by the way, can be tied into gambling. So, um, but Roger just puts fires out. He He, he just... He qu- quickly puts fires out. He didn't get mad at anybody, put a smile on his face, and and he just kind of rolls on. If if I'm one of those 32 owners, I'm pretty fired up about what Roger Goodell said.
0: Let's move on to officiating. A lot of scrutiny in this season. What are you doing to assess the officials and to improve their credibility?
5: We even had scrutiny yesterday in the Pro Bowl games. So I think, you know, listen, in – professional sports and all sports officiating is part of that I think in the NFL the level of scrutiny is at the highest I've ever seen it and that's part of our popularity I understand that it's part of the technology you all do such a great job that you see more than you could ever see in officiating the game is faster I think our officials do a great job they are superior but at the end of the day no one's perfect whether it's all of us that watches the games or play the games or coach the games or the officials. uh, We have to continue to try to get better. We have to work, use technology where we can to try to improve uh, their performance, let them use technology to make sure they get the right answer. Uh, But I think they do an incredible job, but we're going to keep working to get better ultimately. So, uh, hey, things aren't that bad. I mean, you guys get to see everything. We do a
3: great job with technology now so you get to see it up close after the calls are made and and it's great because the game's so popular and more eyeballs are watching it roger just uh put a hell of a spin let me ask you about officiating for just a second what, what, what do you think of the nfl officiating
2: I, mean, I i think it's for the most part it's it's pretty good to, to be honest with you and again, i think like, so he's, too he's right there's and that's what makes officiating a good topic. Like when we come in the next, you know, Monday morning. They don't have a problem with us talking about it no, all day for no. Monday and Tuesday. Are there some bad blown calls? Yes. But that's, you know, again, there's there's human error in it. Like that's what makes it great. They're they're humans too. Like they players make mistakes. Officials make mistakes. I, I don't have that big of an issue with it. I think there are some things that are. What do you think they need to work on most with officiating that drives you nuts the most? on the, most the roughing Sundays the passer thing I think is, is definitely an issue. That ain't going away. That ain't changing. Well, I've been know, in that meeting. I know, and I'm all about protecting quarterbacks cuz I think this was this season was worse than any of them as far as quarterbacks going down. What do you know what they do? Oh, you're right. It sucks when, when quarterbacks when go down. what we end up That's with the like worst. 12 yeah, it 12, 12 like, it was a big number. 12
3: 13 quarterbacks played every game. That was it. But uh let me just tell you what that meeting looks like when in uh during, when camp opens and the officials come out and this is what it looks like. It goes, okay, guys, we're going to start with this. I'm standing up right now. We're going to start with this uh, just to, so we don't have to get into this. We are going to do everything possible to protect the starting quarterback, every one of them in the NFL. Nobody wants to see the backup quarterback. Nobody. That's how the meeting starts when these officials come in for all the, the media and all, all the different NFL cities. That's how it starts. We're going to do everything we can. We've been told protect the quarterback, how you fall on the quarterback. If you hit the quarterback low, if you hit him late, if you hit him going out of bounds, if he slides and you hit him around the head, it's going to be a penalty. I know you guys don't like it. You think we pamper him. We're paying him. The guy breaks it down. No. We pay him a lot of money. The league is paying him a lot of money and says – your number one job is to protect the quarterback. That's how that – I was blown away. Matter of fact, the first time I heard it, Jason Taylor was playing, and, of course, he gets hit with um, – hitting a guy, swiping the ball and hitting a guy in a helmet. So they're showing all these shots, and Jason comes around the outside and goes to swipe the ball and catches the guy's helmet. So he got called for a penalty. You know Jason? It was one of the worst calls ever. He goes, no. You you hit his head, they're going to call it. They want to protect, you know, the concussion. It goes for the quarterback, too. So, um, I was, like, blown away that he spent so much time before he get into
2: officiating and everything. Well, it's been the biggest conversation of the, the league this entire year, right? Well, look at all the great The qu- problem is, man, like, lost. It, it seems like when there becomes a focus on officiating, it's like when it rains, it pours with this stuff. Like, remember the, the offsides with, with Kadarius Toney? And you get that call, and it's like, do you have to call it? Well, yes. He's lined up offside. It erased one of the greatest plays we've ever seen. Then the next week, of course, they call it again. On like, you know, it's, and then it's like, are they making an emphasis on calling this? Like, you know, the, so a lot of this stuff, like again, it just kind of like compounds itself, and then you, you think the officials are doing a poor job, and it's
3: yeah. You know. So it is. We we talk about this all the time. We got time about you know things we would like see the league trying to clean up a little bit. One of them is the offensive tackle stepping way too far back with that one leg. Yeah, they're like two yards back, and now the now the receivers got to work off the tackle whether he's on the ball or off the ball, right? Because the tackle's got to be covered up. That's a pain. It's pain in the ass. And now these guys, you know, all, most of those offensive tackles are all like six six to six eight. I don't know if people realize the offensive tackles are big, long dudes. So now you put that foot backwards that back foot to line up for pass protection against the speed rusher on the outside yeah I, I just think there's got to be a way to clean that up because I, I hate that call. I, I hate it It's a gray area because the guy's going I'm working off this guy and well you need to ask me and move up or back um, and, and the second thing that I'd really like to see him clean up what is I, I'm trying not to get too technical here on the on the radio. How about the underthrow on a deep pass? and the receiver turns to come oh, back yeah, forward. Oh, yeah, I told you I hate that one. And, and, and now the defensive back playing catch-up runs through the receiver and puts his hands yeah. up.
2: Underthrown ball should not be pass interference. It's that, called, And, and they, they call the pass one.
3: interference that the defensive back never looked back for the ball. Yeah. He never looked back to make a play on the ball. The ball goes right there, can be a 30, 40, 50-yard play. Yes, I hate. I, it.
2: I do hate that one, too. I yeah. agree with you on that
3: one completely. But um, this pushing back and forth, I you're going to have holds. You're going to have – Good calls on the hold and, you know, and, and and bad ones. Sometimes the guys mug them and knock them down. That's an easy one or tackle them. But, uh, yeah, I, I just – you're talking about nothing against those officials. And some have said if they're better athletes, they could get in better position if they were in better shape. I don't know if you agree with that. Look, at some of them probably shouldn't be out there. Even with their experience, they're probably – I mean that's a fast moving game. You try to get in position to make a call on our two wide
2: receivers.
3: <laughs> right? You try to get in position to make a a, a call on Tyree Kill yeah, who says dude. that
2: should probably buy a ticket and go to an NFL game. So, see uh, how fast that thing yeah. is in person.
3: Just a uh, just a tough one. So, yeah, I kind of ask everybody 305-567-0560 uh if there's a a call you you like to see the the league change or or maybe just leave everything alone. I like, I, I'm with the commissioner. I heard him say this. That that quarterback sneak thing that the Eagles do so well and like convert like 90% of the time, I don't have a problem with that. Do you have a problem with that? No. They're really good at it, and most teams no. aren't. Some teams are terrible at it.
2: We are. Bills are pretty good at it.
3: Bills are good. Brady was great at it. Yeah. Brady must average four yards of carry on that thing. I swear to God it was crazy. Just crazy stuff. All right, listen, we got to go to break here. We've uh, got a lot more stuff to get to here. Big 9 o'clock hour coming up, giving our guys a chance to all wake up this morning and uh, join us three-hour difference. But right now I want to tell you about Michael Kotze. He's not a quarterback. You can hit him if you want. But don't tell him I said that, but Michael Kotze at Choice Mortgage can help you, man. He's got some great news. Fixed rates now in the fives if you closed on your home in the past year with a rate of over 7%. You got to call Michael Kotze. Fix rates in the fives with no prepayment penalty. Call him right now to save money and have better cash flow. You know, you need a second mortgage. You need some of that equity taken out. You've got some serious things to take care of, serious debt to take care of. Michael Kotze can get it done in about half the time of the banks. It can get you the lowest rate. But bottom line is Michael Kotze Choice Mortgage has been successful for more than three decades. Because the guy works hard, man. The guy, This is how he makes a living. He can outwork everybody to get it done for you, get you approved, and get you rolling quickly. He works 24-7, 561-441-2730. This is his cell phone number, 561-441-2730. Give him a call, MLS 166-254. Rates and terms, subject to change, daily without notice. He's an e-
4: That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now, they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at hero.co. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at hero.co.
3: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward.
2: All right, we got a chance for you to win something here. How about a three-day pass to Rock the Ocean's Tortuga Music Festival on Fort Lauderdale Beach, April 5th to the 7th. See Laney Wilson, Hardy, Jason Aldean, Old Dominion, and more. To enter, text the word Laney. I'm going to spell that for it. It's L-A-I-N-E-Y to 20357. That's Laney. To two zero three five seven, you just might be going if you want to purchase single day tickets. Pick your day and grab a single day pass. This Friday, beginning at ten a.m. at Tortuga Music That's a good event. I've I had know. a good time out there. I know you bought your fair share of tickets to that one, huh?
3: I don't know. They might have been free. I can't remember. <laughs> but thank you for trying to you
2: cover your for weight me. around. Yeah, a little, a little bit. bit.
3: Yeah, hey, You've
2: been you doing that a lot lately <laughs> around here. <laughs> <laughs> You're beautiful.
3: <laughs> the whole family's court Oh, time, boy, I'll tell you what, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, don't watch out for the Rose family. They're sitting down on the court now. Yeah, watch out. On the ice. Hey, that must be the Rose family, that damn Joe Rose. Look at that guy. What a bad man he is. We uh, We haven't talked about this, and I purposely have stayed away from it. And I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. I just get tired of talking about it. Taylor Swift. I, again, my daughters go to the concerts. Matter of fact, they went out of town to go to the concert. <clears throat> uh, and, and I, I'm not one that she needs to stay out of football and she shouldn't date a football guy. You know, I, I'm not, I don't care. I don't care. We are already making her such a huge story, even for the Super Bowl, And I know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. It's on CBS. CBS, every time, her man, Travis Kelsey, catches a football, that shot, you're going to get the celebration. And who's sitting with Taylor Swift?
2: So here, here's my issue with it, man. Like ESPN, you know, we got ESPN yeah. on the TVs in here, and they, they had a tease going to break, and it's, it's something about Taylor Swift coming up next. And it's mm-hmm. like, are you guys going to cover the game? Or or you're gonna catering? cover the game. Like, what audience are you trying to cater to? You know what I mean. Like I, I just well, I do don't want to hear about the Super Bowl. They're trying. They figure. Again, are you trying to get teenage women to watch SportsCenter? Like what? What exactly yes. are you trying to do? So they here? got you. They got me. They got me riled up. Is what they got me. I'm an ESPN guy. I'm I'm watching. not even that I agree with Taylor everything. Swift but I, 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 I watch don't think it. it's a big issue. But like, you know, can we keep her to like her? Area and keep they the sports on the sports Ask channels. the commissioner about yeah,
3: Roger yeah. Goodell and what he say. Oh, it's great to have her as part of it. Well, hell yeah, it's, it's been great to help. have her. <clears throat> it's good for business. Her twenty million zillion followers, you know, and and talking about how her boyfriend's playing and see if he's gonna blow her a kiss after he scores or does that little heart thing with his hands. It does get old though. It does get old that it becomes her. And, again, I'm not a hater. I don't listen to her music, but I have nothing against her. I know the family's a big fan. The girls are a big fan of Taylor Swift. And I'm not talking politics and whatever you think of what she might believe that oh, you might not Oh, I told you believe. the
2: conspiracy going yeah, on. Yeah, you did. That's an interesting I didn't one. know about that. I know you didn't. You got to dig uh, you know, deep into the uh the Twitter universe for that.
3: For the Taylor Swift that Taylor's out and got a got a plan she's putting together. Oh no, no,
2: it's not. It's not just her plan. It's that the game has been fixed so that she can end up on the field afterwards and give her endorsement. So let me ask you this question: mm. For some, it'd be a long shot that a tight
3: end would win the MVP. But if he
2: was up there, yeah, I think he proposes. This, what you're no, at? no. We did the prop bet the other day on that.
3: The CBS put her up there and go, no, can your girlfriend get good for business? There's Jim Nance up there with Travis Kelsey and
2: Taylor Swift. If they win, she will be a big part of that. Now, he's not going to win the MVP. in no world that happens. What if he
3: goes, hey, babe, come up here. And he goes, nah, I don't want to be part of this. I'm already getting
2: ripped. Really, Travis? Come on, man. She was part of this celebration for the championship game. She was Down right on. there next to the stage. I mean, she well, was. Well, so were all the it. other wives and girlfriends. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going to bring her on. But really, you're buying into this conspiracy, huh? I'm not
3: buying into anything. Like,
2: if for... you be- I mean, if you believe that, then let's just put it all on the Chiefs. You think the game's fixed? So I don't think the game's fixed at all. No. Do you? Of course not. But you know. I think just it's telling a, you what's out there.
3: I, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great game is what I expect. I don't expect one team to win by 21. I don't expect one team to win by 17. I think it's going to be a really, really good game. I hope both teams get most of their guys back with this extra week of uh, of rest. And uh, that's all I care about. But, man, the Taylor Swift stuff. My God, you're talking about officiating and gambling and Taylor Swift. <laughs> like, really? Concussions? Taylor Swift? Wow, how'd you get those together with everything going on? That That's hard to do right there. That is uh, that is a hard one to do. By the way, uh, Cam Kitchens, uh, former Kane safety, is expected to go in the first couple of rounds of the uh, NFL draft. going to join us, the pride of Northwestern High School. And I got to tell you, speaking of the pride of Northwestern High School, I didn't bring this up. Remember Teddy Bridgewater talked about he wanted to come back and be a high school head coach. So if you know this, Teddy or you didn't know this, Teddy Bridgewater went to a very famous high school in Northwestern High School. He's got a ton of guys in the NFL. And uh Teddy got the job. Teddy took the head coaching job at Northwestern High School where he played and, and starred at before going to Louisville. And um well I'll tell you what, this is going to be interesting to watch for Larry Bluestein, especially on how many guys are going to jump schools to go to play for Teddy Bridgewater. Especially in Dade County. Because it won't take Teddy Bridgewater very long to figure out who can play and who can't play and play the game. Teddy will have this thing figured out pretty quickly. Um, from the youth leagues to everything else. And uh, Central's pretty damn good at this. And I am really curious to see if Central... And Don't get all upset out there. Miami Central, not trying to upset anybody listening. See if any of your guys are going to be jumping to Northwestern High School. Not just you. Norland, Carroll City, Booker T. Yeah, I'm stepping on everybody's toes right now going, hey, Teddy Bridgewater's coming back to be a coach. Now, some of those programs have had some really successful coaches that I just mentioned there. Uh, but I am really, really curious to see for some of those programs that have uh, got them going in the right direction again. Booker T looks like they're going to be really good. Central's always good. Norland's coming off a, a really good season. Got upset but but had a great year uh, to see what's going to happen. And now Teddy Bridgewater takes over. A program been a little bit down in Northwestern. Got a lot of young talent. And now takes
2: over that job.
3: Yes, sir. I am really curious to see what is going to happen on that one.
2: Let me give you a quick one here. Uh, 786 says, for 20 years I've been trying uh, to have my wife and daughters watch football with me. Now all of a sudden they want to have a Super Bowl party. The power of Taylor Swift is real. No, no. It's, it's it, yeah. it, If you have, I have 20-year-old daughters
3: and my wife and they equally care about Taylor Swift. When she's on, they want to know what's being said. They want to know, are they getting engaged?
2: Uh, who's, who's that with her? All, all that stuff. No, man. How are we looking on tickets, by the way? Oh, Woody, will you stop? You well, I know you're going to have to go down that road with them. I'm coming down that road with you, you know, trying to get some for my wife. I, I got shut out in the pre-sale. Wh- what I got, makes I got you waitlisted. Think, what What make,
3: makes you think I'm going to get tickets from Hard Rock Stadium for one of those concerts?
2: You're Mr. Dolphin. <laughs> Look at the big <laughs> smile you got. <laughs> A suite would be ideal. I, I
3: don't know anybody work. there. I don't even know anybody no? at Hard Rock. Not what no, no one. Chris
2: Greer. Chris is not
3: Hard Rock. He's <laughs> he's at the practice facility. Oh, okay. But I'm guessing Chris Greer can get all the tickets yeah. he wants. Yes. But I'm guessing if I call Chris and say, Chris, could I get some? He go, Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. Tell him I'm not here.
2: Who's got more pull? You or Bo Camper?
3: Bo, oh Bo! Really? Sure. They
2: like Bo over there, right? Go to Bo to get tickets for the show. Is That's Bo, what Bo more well liked around there than you are? Yes,
3: hmm. Bo's very popular. Really? If you need any tickets for uh, for that concert coming up, make sure you call Kim Bo Camper. But they're not free, so don't think Bo's going to pick them up for face you. value, though, right? Yeah, he does He's not okay. looking to make money on you. But if you need Taylor Swift tickets,
2: I'll give you Kim Camper's number. A little okay. bit. Later we can tweet to him or something. <laughs> they still gave him a hard time about his high school. Oh, will you stop? God, will you stop? Hey, nine o'clock
3: hours coming up here. You're you're just so infatuated with the name of his high school out in Northern California. It was one of the
2: craziest things I ever I'd ever heard, and I just like I made the connection, and I didn't think it was that like it seemed obvious. You checked on it right away to see if it was
3: made. I up didn't or- know
2: if it was a real place. Are right,
3: you done? Yes. He's going to kick your ass when he sees you. I know that for sure. Well, he won't see me. Well, I want to tell you about Atlantic Men's Clinic. I want to talk about ED, erectile dysfunction. I hate talking about it because it's a very private matter to most men in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s that are dealing with it, but it's real. And when it happens, it's embarrassing. It's frustrating. You're apologetic to your partner. Like, I, I don't know, honey. I don't know what happened. It just hit me in my 60s. I I it's terrible, man. You lose your confidence, your self-esteem. You don't know where to go. You've got this, and you're going, what do I do? The blue pill. I'm getting headaches like I've never had before. What do I do now? You go to Atlantic Men's Clinic, just like I did. Six, seven months ago, I went to Atlantic Men's Clinic. It was the best meeting I've ever had. Because low T and ED walked out the door that day. Six locations. Get that strong sex life back. No matter where you are in your life, you can get it back. I knew that would get your attention. Here's what you need to do. Schedule a consultation with a Landing Men's Clinic today. Your initial visit includes a medical consultation with a Florida licensed medical provider, a T and a PSA test. And if medically advised, a test dose. Mention my name, Joe Rose, that I sent you and your initial consultation is free. The best meeting you've ever had will be that one because within weeks, you are going to be seeing results like you did not think was going to be possible. They have an expert staff. Unbelievable how many men they've helped already here in South Florida at those six locations. Call them today. Don't be embarrassed. You're going to see guys in there all different ages. 877-455-7300. Or visit AtlanticMensClinic.com. Tell him Joe Rose sent you. I promise you unbelievable results at Atlantic Men's Clinic.